Hello and welcome to How Do You Drew? This is a Drew Barrymore podcast brought to you by thedrewsium.com. And sponsored by our friends at Positive Medium. I'm Anne. And I'm Ashley. And we have a third person that name starts with an A as well. <laughs> I noticed that too. I'm like another A. <laughs> so welcome Anita, our dear friend from the grapevine, which we've mentioned many times, the Drew Barrymore message board from back in the day. Hello. Hi. Hi. <laughs> this is so exciting. Yay. Thank you for joining us. I mean, of we course. go way back probably 9899 i'm sure is when we first started connecting with each other which is just crazy to think about yeah wow. it's wild <laughs> to think it's been that long yep and and anita and i which we'll get into in a minute um, got to spend some time together recently. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, during that, we were kind of like, it's a trip how, you know, even if some of us aren't necessarily actively collecting on Drew Barrymore anymore, we still have this connection that's kept us connected. And that's quite a nice size community. I mean, even if it yeah. is only like nice size to us, you know, <laughs> I think it's still yeah. incredible that this many years have gone by and they're still like, yeah, like you said, this little community that we formed so long ago yes. and it lives on. It's just yes. awesome. The first tribe we found. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So uh, let's start a little bit um, with introduction to Anita, how you became a fan. What do you remember about the early days and what kind of attracted you to Miss Drew Barrymore? So, I mean, I guess I've been a fan um, since the ET days. That's crazy. Oh my God. Yeah. And you were like further back than us, but I didn't realize it was that much further back. (laughs) Yeah. So I think I was around three years old when the movie was released. um, And I went to the theater in my small town and uh, saw the movie with my mom. I think I sat on her lap and- When Drew first came on screen, um, she had her blonde pigtails um, tied with the like string or the yarn. (laughs) And at at the time, I was very blonde and um, I would also wear my hair in pigtails, or I guess I should say my mom would put my hair in pigtails. Mm -hmm. And I just thought that she like looked like me and I instantly like fell in love with her and thought of her as like a sister or a friend and that's that's how it all started. I love that. I love it so much. Do you remember like at what point it became like an active fandom? Like do you remember like maybe what first cherished maybe thing that you collected or like thing that you might have seen that that sticks out in your mind? So for a, a long period I wasn't very like invested in Drew's career yeah. or keeping up on on things and there was also a lull obviously where she wasn't working <laughs> as much or like the things were more independent movies totally and I think it was around the time of Poison Ivy that I okay. started to become like interested in her career again wow but the the first thing that I remember kind of collecting and really being invested in her and wanting to actively collect and pay attention to her career was around the time of Boys on the Side of Mad Love. Okay. The best time. <laughs> yeah, right? Like the best time. <laughs> I still have my Mad Love ticket stub um, from the movie theater. And I have every stub from every Drew movie I've gone to see since then. Yay, me too. <laughs> and that's kind of what started the collecting. I love it. And I love that kind of like, sentimental ephemeral you know like movie tickets like now I feel like I haven't had a physical movie ticket in a while 
Oh, I right. Know. I miss it so much. You know, and when you get them, they're like that paper that like you let it sit for a while and it starts to and like, it turn fades. gray. <laughs> yes. It either yes. turns gray like receipt paper or it fades away. I'm like, no, exactly. let's just use that same old stuff with the tear away. <laughs> like what's wrong with you? Anyway, um, I love that so much. Um, of course, we've talked about this before, but and I think you said it, Ashley, like we met you in like late 90s, early 2000s on this message board, and we've been in touch since. You are no longer yeah. actively collecting, but you're still part of this community and you support our podcast, which we're so grateful you're for. so supportive. <laughs> also, I just want to say like how many times Anne and I have been like, oh, imagine if we, to have been there in the 95 era, like yeah. you were there. Like, so we kind of bow down that you're even more old school than we are. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> I think though, is that like, it, it doesn't really matter what time period you enter into your Drew fandom. Yeah. I mean, I think there was definitely like a heyday, yeah. but the cool thing mm-hmm. about Drew is that she, who she is at her core has remained the same. Yes. Oh. I think that's kind of why you have such like, you have so many fans that are new who maybe we don't know as well yep. is because like Drew kind of transcends all of her like even though she had periods where she was maybe releasing more movies or yes. um, a lot of us were kind of into maybe like the more like hippie, like grunge side of Drew. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she kept a little bit of that um, throughout her life and her career. Yep. And she just has this outward appearance that's a little more professional, but I feel like yes. down, she's the same gal. <laughs> I love that. So well said. That's lovely. Okay. So we're just going to like jump into the pod now. We'll be talking a lot more with Anita and feel free to chime in whenever you'd like. <laughs> okay, I will. <laughs> okay, so the first segment that we're going to hop into this week is I want to know, what did Drew declare her love for last week? <laughs> I love love. All right, we got some good ones. Okay. <laughs> All right, Drew loves layering of rugs. Ah, okay. <laughs> Yeah. I love that salmon skin you know what I think I was on the show and I was like I think I need to try to eat my salmon skin next time I always throw it away (laughs) I'm like can't relate okay okay what else um she also loves poetry we know this okay and USA Today which I thought was fun because I feel like some of our coolest newspaper items in our collection are from USA Today that is funny though (laughs) yeah um Urban Outfitters feel like we knew that one okay this one's a little cheaty because we've sort of had segments of this before, but I'm going to put the full sentence in here. The funk of a man's t-shirt. <laughs> mm. I agree. She's loved that since uh, the Eric Erlinson days. I know yes. she declared that back then. And yeah, if it's the funk of the man that you love yeah, or, yeah. or like are crushing on, absolutely. But Yeah, I don't want some random man's. Yeah, I think it's like your the funk of your man's t-shirt is sort of yeah. what yeah, I would say. Yeah, not rando funk. <laughs> no random funk, please. All right, and finally, Drew loves a cheesecloth and a designer hook. Just Separate one of thing. each. Yeah, <laughs> one of each, singular. <laughs> also like designer hook, like something you like put on the wall to hang things. Correct. Made by a designer. Okay. And it looks good. Like it's not just a random oh. piece of hardware. Yeah. Oh, I do have thoughtful. a kind of a cute one on my wall. I believe so. it. <laughs> I bet Anita does too. Anita has I amazing do. interior design style and yes. aesthetic. I always have been. I've always admired your eye for aesthetics. Yep. Thank you. It's all thrifted. <laughs> Every <laughs> last thing I own, basically. That's amazing. Well, you do it right. You still have to kind of like 
have the taste. Yes. You know, and you do. I guess so. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So now for our Druism of the week, what did you pull for us, Ashley? Oh, someone's picking up, you know, those cool little isms that we do. Okay. We haven't had one of these in a while. So I like this one. So she was talking to People Magazine about how she has not gotten plastic surgery. <laughs> and she said, I look forward to seeing what I look like as a leather bag in the future. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, sure she'll be just a gorgeous leathered leather bag <laughs> like a thrifted bag that Anita would find and make look good <laughs> an old leather tote yes just you know a really functional beautiful one that just makes you so happy yeah. when you look at it perfect <laughs> yes <laughs> okay so now for this weekend through history what did you pull Oh, this is a good one. Okay. November 21st, 1982. Let's go back to the fourth annual Youth in Film Awards. These were held at the Sheraton Universal Hotel and Drew won Best Young Supporting Actress in a Motion Picture for E.T., of course. Um, She was up against the other nominations were Tony Ann Gosondi from Annie and I think that's the part that Drew auditioned for, the part of Molly and Annie. That's my guess. Oh, okay. I don't know that for sure, but that's my I, my instinct. Okay. And then uh, mm. also nominated were Molly Ringwald in Tempest. And then, of course, Heather O'Rourke in Poltergeist, another part Drew almost got or yep. went for. So, and there's some really cute pictures of the two of them together at this award show. And we want to play a little clip of when she won it because it's so cute. It's so famous and like perfect. Thank you for this award. I appreciate it very much. This is my first award. Oh, I love it so much. This is so cute. The cutest. Isn't it a young Joey Lawrence who introduces her to the award? Is that right? It sure looks like it. I'm pretty sure it is. I can't remember, but that seems very familiar. So cute. Um, and I have a program from this. I totally had forgotten until I started like getting into it. I was like, oh, yeah, that's like a cool thing to have. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's and there's really great cool. photos of her again, like we said, with Heather O'Rourke. And then um, also with uh, Robert McNaughton from E.T. Mm-hmm. E.T. won like everything that year, I guess. And it was kind of unusual. And then she was nominated and attended several other years. And supposedly she hosted them in 1985, which is so cool. We got to find footage of that. I knew she attended, but I know we just have photos. But um, every year it's like hosted by a child actor. So it makes sense. Oh, that's so cute. I don't know if they still go on or not. Probably not. I don't feel like I've been in tune with the Youth in Film Awards, <laughs> for sure. It's not, not on your radar, huh? No, it's not, you know, it's, it's not. Although, you know, if I had been a fan in the 80s, it might be. Yeah. <laughs> it's like everything that I know about in the industry is basically because of Drew. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's get into what's new with Drew. It looks like you've pulled quite a few little tidbits, Ash. So let's talk about it. You know, what's funny is that we, two episodes ago, we were like, oh, the new Drew magazine, it's coming. We'll talk about it when we get it. And then we forgot to talk about it last week. Oops. <laughs> but we did a live 
on Instagram. So if you do want to see, you know, what's in the magazine and what our opinions are on it, you can go watch that either. Um, it's on the Jerusalem Instagram and you can see us chatting about it live. Yes. Just a couple little tidbits that are fun about it. For those of you who don't check out the live and don't have the magazine in your hands for some reason, a couple of things that are cool. It's the first time she's had anyone other than just herself. Well, she's on the magazine as well oh, on the cover. That's not a dog. <laughs> yes. Other humans. Other humans. Yeah. Um, and also her handwriting is featured on the cover as the little names for each of the individuals on the cover, which was really cool. So we talked about that. that in the in, in the Instagram live, but I just thought I would bring that up. Speaking of humans, that's yeah. a great segue. <laughs> Drew got a new tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> so exciting. So I did a little, a little research, a little sleuthing, and I found out that she got it on your birthday and November 7th. Happy birthday to me. <laughs> so cool. <laughs> I don't know. It just seems special because we are talking about getting um, some tattoos right now. We are, Anne and I, and also our friend Jolina. Mm-hmm. So for her to get a new one on your birthday just felt like a good sign. I like yeah. it. Yeah. Like we needed more encouragement to do this. We've been talking about it for years. Mm-hmm. Truly. You know, like literally years and always trying to figure out like, what's the thing that we can do to like honor how we met, <laughs> you know, our connection. So that's coming up. So anyway, let's talk about what the tattoo is. So she just got the words simply, I am human under her existing tattoo that says home is where we are. And it's on her right arm. Um, It's tattoo number 12. (laughs) And I like this, that she said she likes all but two of them. um, One of which we know is the flowers on her hip. And what else do we think? I think the other one is the bird. And the only reason I say that is because it's the most random and it's the one we don't know anything about. Like, why does she have that bird? Mm. That's my guess. Mm. <laughs> I feel like at some point she talked about how the moon doesn't really look like a moon anymore, but I think she mm. also really loves it. Right? Yeah, I don't know. It could be the moon. What do you think, Anita? I mean, so isn't there one that says Jade? True. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, I mean, that, that might be, and not necessarily, yeah, I don't know, possibly the moon, um, would be my guess as well, because Mm -hmm. I I think she basically said that it's just blurry and you can't tell that it's a moon anymore, but that's something that I don't know if there'd necessarily be regret there. You might be right about the bird. Um, I would be very curious to know the meaning behind that one. Me too. To know. <laughs> Except for every time I see it, I'm like, I love perching birdies. <laughs> of course. <laughs> and I said that when we're in New York, which I'll yeah. talk about more in a minute oh, too. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Another tease guys. <laughs> she did say that she thinks she'll be getting tattoos for the rest of her life, which is fun to imagine. They'll still be coming. <laughs> They're going to end up on her face if she keeps going. Oh no. <laughs> um, this one was done by artist John Mesa live on the show. Sort of like when they actually started the show, it looked like it was already over. So (laughs) I don't totally know how that went. They're like, it was too fast. Um, We weren't filming yet, John. (laughs) But she did say it was the least painful one she'd ever gotten. So he has like a little, a really light touch, apparently. Nice. The the text is very thin also. So I wonder if there's something about that. I was thinking that too. 
Joel Madden was the guest on the show and he approved of what she wrote and he had like a really nice thing to say about it. And she said it sent her on her way with little clouds and wings. Aww. <laughs> and and Joel Madden is the one that's married to Cameron Diaz. Nope. It's the one that's married to Nicole Ritchie. Okay. So, but she's like, <laughs> right. we're not family, but we kind of are. Like okay. your best, my best friend is married to your twin brother. Like, you know, <laughs> what's the other brother's name? I'm blinking. Benji. Benji. Yep. Yep. Okay. That's right. Thank you for pulling that out. <laughs> feels so random to me like him and Cameron I go never would have yeah but also it's like she did date like Jared Leto who was like in a band you know like Justin Timberlake yeah (laughs) that's true I guess yeah Yeah. maybe she's just really attracted to people who she's seen on stage (laughs) I mean we we all get that yeah she likes the musician who doesn't exactly (laughs) exactly um funnily enough so I was watching the Megan Fox interview which was really good and I totally had this like very subconscious thought of like wow Drew's arm is really getting full like with all those tattoos and then I realized it was actually already there (laughs) it was like before we knew she got the tattoo but yeah filming schedule wise they had already filmed it and I was like oh part of me subconsciously knew there was something new there but I'm so familiar with like (laughs) how full her arm is that like you're like that's weird why is that weird (laughs) um and then this is um just on the same sort of tattoo train so she had um an interview with the f1 driver Daniel mm, Ricciardo and she showed him a picture of her James Cherub tattoo because he has a similar angel mm-hmm. and either the way they showed it and they edited it or it's real his name is totally blacked out now so I'm so curious like did they just like photoshop it or has she gotten it covered like it was more than I think it could have naturally bled to yeah maybe oh. <laughs> we'll have to share a screenshot of it <laughs> maybe that's one of the regrets tattoos yeah but then I was like is she showing it to him so could she say she doesn't I don't know I don't know Mm. but I thought it was pretty funny that his name is totally (laughs) totally gone and then of course I have you know me I'm such a little bitch I gotta call out anytime (laughs) that Drew gets her dates wrong she's like she's like I got this one when I was 13 I'm like Drew (laughs) you did not know Jamie Walters you dated him four years later that's when you got this I think that's what she needs to hire us to do. I think we've said exactly it's just to be like, I'm going to talk about this on the show. Can you tell me the timeline? Fact checkers. We're here for it. (laughs) Okay. So what else you got for this week? Um, Drew also was part of the Domino, Domino Magazine, Good Mm -hmm. Design Awards. They're for home products. And she was one of six guest editors who helped choose um, a bunch of products that were especially cool this year, I guess. That's neat. Okay. She helped choose some for it? Yeah. Okay. Also, the uh, beautiful Drew chair was on the list, which conveniently enough. (laughs) I don't know if that's a little coincidence or what. I wonder if it's sort of like if you are a designer that has something that's been highly like rated, you get to be on the like judging side as well. Maybe it's like, maybe it works like that. I don't know. (laughs) Maybe. I would like to think they wouldn't just like People wouldn't just be nominating their own products. <laughs> Who, knows? Who knows? I see so many versions of that chair as well, like everywhere yeah. now. Yeah. But there are multiple colorways now. Yep, it used to be white and now there's like a sage green. Yes. yes. I want the sage. Yes. I love the green. It's so cool. 
And then the final thing I want to mention, and then I'm going to take like a little back seat and just listen to you guys. <laughs> the Drew Barrymore show hit a ratings high. This is via the wrap. And I guess it was a 22 week ratings high, averaging 1.1 million viewers in the last week of October. And it is currently the number three most watched syndicated talk show. So, wow. Nice. Yeah. I guess the uh, whole scandal of the writer strike didn't hurt them too badly. Well, unless, yeah. unless that's why people are tuning in because they're like, <laughs> can we really hate Miss Drew Barrymore? And then they're like, right. no. It's impossible. Yeah, no. But that's Gosh, so cool. Darn it. Congrats to Drew and the show. That's so cool. Yeah. yeah. Great news. Howdy, Howdy Drewbies. We want to tell you about our sponsor, Positive Medium. We've actually been clients of theirs for at least 10 years, and they take care of all of our website needs for thedrewzam.com. They offer custom web design and professional coding, search engine optimization, marketing, and hosting. So we've been hosted by them, but we've also been able to take advantage of a lot of their expertise in these other areas as well. Absolutely. So customer service is the biggest draw for us with this company. They have saved our site literally from obliteration quite a yep. few times, but then they also help us with minor issues in just like literally a matter of minutes. So if we have like a coding question or just like something on the back end we can't figure out, we reach out to them and we get an answer back and the issue is solved within moments. We're so excited that Positive Medium is allowing us to offer our listeners 25% off managed WordPress hosting plans using our promo code DREW, D-R-E-W, of course. Um, and if you want to take advantage of this, visit positivemedium.com. We really, really vouch for these people. They've been so great to us and will continue to be great to us, I, I can only imagine. <laughs> I mean, they're great by offering this to our listeners. So take advantage. Again, it's promo code DREW, of course. <laughs> Okay. I know you said you wanted to take a back seat. Um, and I got to just jump in the driver's seat right now. Well, I'm just like, I feel like I'm going to be one of our listeners right now. I'm like on the edge of my seat because I, <laughs> I have heard parts of the story, but you were standing on a busy New York street while I you sure were telling was. me. So. <laughs> <I sure was. laughs> Let's hear what you guys did this week. Okay. So our weekly topic is just talking about you know, a little old visit to New York City that Anita and I took Woo-hoo. this past week. <laughs> so, yes. Yeah, so our visit included the Drew Barrymore show on November 16th. We attended the first taping of the day and it's going to air on the 22nd. And now we're going to get into our story a little bit. Okay. So the first thing I wanted to talk about with this taping is that we are lucky enough to be in contact with Drew's current personal assistant who has been really lovely, but we haven't really been able to do any events to like really utilize that contact. So this was one of the first things that we were able to do is reach out and say, Hey, Anne will be there. What can you do? So we didn't really know what that would mean. I do want to interject and just say a big thank you to Tony Crago. Tony was yeah. Drew's assistant at one point and he kind of helped introduce us to her current one. So thank you to Tony. And if you guys want to know more from Tony, we're going to be doing a Q&A episode with him real soon. So be on the lookout for the call for questions. Yes. And also check out the previous episode we did with Tony, which was a lot of fun. Yep. Okay. So we got that affirmative we're in sort of thing. And then Anita and I quickly planned the trip. <laughs> so literally like a little over a week before we planned this trip. Okay. Since I'm riding shotgun, yes. <laughs> can I just say, <laughs> yes, 
it was on your birthday that you were basically like, should we do this? Yes. Can Aww. this be a thing? <laughs> You're right. Can we go to New York City? And it just kind of all came together so quickly and so easily that it felt 100% like meant to happen. Yes. Oh, love it. Yeah. And I don't really believe necessarily that the universe cares about us little humans, but sometimes it feels like you're getting a little push, you know, it's like, you just feel something happening and it's like, I just have to do this. And I'm very fortunate that I am able to just pick up and do that. I mean, obviously let's go ahead and just jump to New York city. So we made our way there. We were there by Wednesday, the 15th in the evening and just so excited. We're like, can't wait until the morning, just kind of (laughs) buzzing all night. And then We're making our way that morning to the studio. And right when we get to the block of the studio, Ross is on the corner. Um, And so, and I kind of nudged Anita and she's like, what? what?" And then I was like, I'm just going to go for it. Cause we're about to cross and everyone in New York jaywalks. So like, it was just us and Ross and maybe there was someone behind us, but there really weren't that many Mm, people like on the corner. And so I I just like kind of looked over and was like, hi, Ross. Oh my God. And then I was, and he's like, oh, hi. He was like really sweet. And I said, we're coming to the show. And I just wanted to say hi. And um, we're really big fans of Drew. And we're so excited. And he was like, great. I'll see you in there. I'll look a lot better than this. And he looked great. Of course, he always looks put together. So I was like, you look amazing. (laughs) What are you talking about? And then we're like, okay, see you in there. Oh, yeah. Can I ask real quick? Did he seem to realize that you guys were there? Yes, he did. Did he say something like, oh, you guys got great seats? Yes, he did. He came up to where we were sitting and he he made a comment like that. So he 100% like realized where we were and that he had seen us on the street. Oh, cute. Yeah, it was very cute. And I wish I would have like thought to take a picture, but I was just like, he's on his way to work, literally. Yeah, and you're like crossing a street. It's <laughs> yes, okay. <laughs> but I'm glad I just acknowledged because of course he was so sweet. I wanted to say also that we got permission ahead of time from her staff to bring Drew a gift. You're not supposed to do that. It says it explicitly <laughs> on the ticket. Breaking the law. Yeah. <laughs> we were instructed by her assistant to hand it to this really sweet guard. I think I said something about like really appreciating his role in protecting Drew or something. And he's like, yeah. He said something about how Drew like hugs everyone and is very like, you know, welcoming. And sometimes that makes them feel a little bit like, come on, Drew, like, don't be so like opening yourself up to everybody. So it's kind of mm-hmm. interesting. I could definitely see that. Yeah. <laughs> I sort of explained to him because he's like, who are you? that we've been in touch with her staff for many years and deeply respect that chain of command. At which point he brought up Chris Miller and like, do you know Chris Miller? And I was like, oh yeah, I actually met him in 2001 and that was my initial connection. And then (laughs) we kind of both gushed about him a little bit. How cute. Can I say when you texted me and you're like, oh, I had to give the gift to a security guard. I was like, damn it. Like, it's just going to go in some random like (laughs) pile of gifts. But no, then when you explained, I was like, oh, okay, that's better. The little gift that we wanted to get Drew, actually, it's kind of funny how it came up. (laughs) It is. So last week in our episode, we used a little clip about Drew saying she calls her house Shea Sardine. And when we did that, um, I was like, okay, I got to make sure I can find this clip later. So then I like just typed the word Shea Sardine into our text. And I think you did a, a test search to see if it would work. It was just sort of a silly thing. And you saw that you'd had a screenshot of a really cute tea towel. 
So yeah, I, I mean, I can tell this part because okay. like, I actually am involved with this part. <laughs> yeah. So I just did like a random search sardine in my text and um, because the technology is insane. Now it pulled up this tea towel that I had sent you a picture of a while back. Like, oh, we should get this for Drew because it has a really cute illustration of three little sardines in their little tin can, just like Drew and her daughters in bed. And, uh, and I was like, wait a minute, we should actually get this for her now that you're going. So (laughs) there was this whole thing. I won't like go too far into it, but we ended up having to get it overnighted. And luckily like the uh, both the maker of the towel and the shop where we bought it were super awesome and worked with us to make sure it got there in time. So yep. it was just kind of, again, it all worked out. It was like one of those signs as well. <laughs> yep. And then we had it delivered to my hotel and I was so excited when I got there and it was there. Cool. It was like, yes, success. Yes, I know. And we'll share a picture of it in the episode page, of course. Yes. Yes. Uh, and I'll, I'll mention that a little bit more later because uh, we were able to give it to Drew and we got a little bit of a response. So we'll talk about that in a minute. When we got there, we were ushered past like the lines of regular ticket holders which always (laughs) feels a little bit weird yeah when we got in we were greeted by name I think they like talk to each other everyone has like a radio so when we walked in they're like oh and we're like oh yes and we were handed tickets with a little blue highlight across the front which when I saw that I was like what do other people's tickets have? Like, what does that mean? Because we still didn't know where we would be sitting in the studio just like thrilled like we're here and I also, before I really like move forward too much, Anita has never been able to meet Drew. So this was mm. this opportunity for us to meet oh. New York and for that to happen. Like there was a certain buzzingness. Like I was so excited for that. Same. <laughs> <laughs> While we were sitting in the ra- waiting room, this was one of the coolest like things. Yeah. Drew's assistant was walking by and she was with the dogs, Douglas and Lucy. Ah! And we got to have a little moment with them. So I think I just, just like, hey, and she came over and the dogs were right at her tail. <laughs> I started petting Lucy immediately. It was like such a fluffy, sweet oh cloud. Oh my gosh, amazing. And Lucy almost started to like lay down at my feet. Oh. <laughs> Douglas was also there. And I, I sort of like, the word that kept coming to my mind when I was thinking back on it is like, Douglas is so like regal and attentive. Sweet. Like, it's very cute. And Lucy just seems like, is like, all right, I'm just going to lay down here and chill. Okay, question. Did you tell Douglas and Lucy to listen to our pets episode? I I didn't. I didn't want to make a spectacle. I already felt like I was making a spectacle. (laughs) But yes, it was my chance to say thank you to her assistant for, you know, getting us in there and give her a big hug and yeah, it was cool seeing the dogs. I mean, amazing. If you watch the show, you know, you know that the dogs are around, but yeah. I didn't know that I would get to see them first. <laughs> so, no kidding. Did anyone else in the waiting room like seem to recognize the dogs? I don't know. Yes. I felt like there were a couple of people yeah. who definitely kind of knew oh. and recognized the dogs and tried to call them oh over, but the dogs did kind of immediately come to us and stick near us and like lay down near us. It was one of my favorite moments of the entire experience. That is so cool. And we were joking after, like, I'm like, well, we just have the aura. Like, yeah, like we've been (laughs) we've been modeling our like aura after this lovely person that happens to be their mom. So like, (laughs) it was very nice of her to come in and like give us hugs. Yes. Oh, totally. Yeah. I think she even thanked you for the gift, perhaps. 
Maybe. I think she might have said Drew loved it at that point. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. He did. <gasps> oh, wow. That's crazy to imagine, like, this was being delivered to her and you were on the other side of the wall. And, yeah, like, like, she was looking well, at it. It was a trip. Like, I saw the security guard who I handed it to earlier, like, walk by, go, like, 20 seconds and then come back empty-handed. I'm like, that means she's, like, in an office, like, right there. <laughs> True, but you were also like, I hope that didn't end up in a garbage can. Yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> so we entered the studio and we were still, we were kind of standing in line, slowly waiting. They were seating some people in the like kind of bleacher area and some people were sitting in the front like leather chairs, which we still didn't know. Right. And then right when we walked up, they said, Ann and Anita. <gasps> wow. <laughs> That's so cool, you guys. I know. And then we're yeah. like, yes. And then they ushered us to two of the four very front seats. Yes. <laughs> and we're immediately like, what are we doing here? <laughs> you know? Yeah. It was surreal. It was. Was the set just as beautiful as like it looks on screen? It was yes. really beautiful. But as usual, of course, like you can, you know, when you walk into one of those studios, you see like behind the facade, yeah, which yeah, is such yeah. a funny thing. And when you're actually there, like there are camera cables everywhere, but it was really like a beautifully designed studio. We were admiring some of the books that were in the like side. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Seats we were in were like leather swivel chairs. I know they're so pretty. Yeah. I've yeah. totally noticed those. So comfy. <laughs> The interview area was about 10 feet to our right. And the kitchen area was about like 15 feet to our left, just to kind of give you like gauging where stuff was happening. And then the Drew's, Drew's new news desk. desk. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like once we got in there and we're seated, I was like, wow, it feels a lot smaller than it appears like yes. on TV. And also the audience is not like a large, a super large audience. No, not at all. Okay. So now we get into Drew actually arriving on set. Yeah, where'd she enter from? I think she entered from the side door on the left. Do you remember, Anita? I think she entered from, I no, did she come down the, the from the back? Behind us? I think she came from behind us. Yeah, I was, that's kind of what I was wondering. But we were just like, our head was swiveling everywhere. Like, where's she going to come from? <laughs> um, so she first like was kind of ushered over to the area where she would be interviewing Lisa Ling. Um, and I thought it was after the interview that she actually like locked eyes with us, but Anita reminded me that it was actually before. So yes. she walked over <laughs> oh there and then looked right at us mm-hmm. and Ooh. smiled and waved and then just kind of started to like shuffle over. <laughs> oh my God. And came over and like immediately hugged us. And I think the first thing she said to me was, I love the gift or something to that effect. Aww. She said she like wanted to come back and try to talk more, but of course she's running her show. Uh, <laughs> um, we had the quickest little introduction to Anita. <laughs> yeah. Can you give me your perspective on that moment, Anita? Because I feel like I was so like, what is happening? It's so funny because that's the moment I remember the the best. Okay. Oh. So she came out and she kind of like turned around and said, I think a couple of things to like the rest of the audience, to all of us, I guess. Um, and then she walked over to do the Lisa Ling interview and she sat down in the chair mm-hmm. and then she kind of was like surveying the audience and looked over at us mm-hmm. and then she oh made God. eye contact with both of us, but then she looked specifically at Anne and I think she like started to talk, but then she realized she was quite far <laughs> to make it like personal. <laughs> yeah. So then she got up and came over and was like hugging both of us and like speaking with us for an extended period when they should be filming. 
Um, and then she like started to walk back over afterwards and like said something to the effect of like, oh, like, I'm so sorry, like that, you know, I took the time to do that or like I'm making us behind or something like that. I can't really remember what the wording was, but <laughs> she like actually, Classic took, Drew. yeah, she like took that moment when she like kind of put off the interview with Lisa to come and speak with us, which I thought was very, very Lisa Lang's like, um, hello. Yeah. <laughs> The other thing I wasn't aware of, but obviously if I was in the bleachers and I saw Drew go up to somebody, I'd be like, who the hell's that? Totally. Also, I, I have to like step back a second and say that the warm up person, which if you've ever been to a talk show, which Anita, you had before, Ashley, of course, yes. when I've been to some, they do the, you know, the warm up person comes out and they were like, Drew loves talking to the audience. She'll probably try to talk to all of you. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> um, or just the two of you right there. Yes. <laughs> But so I, I do feel like we got like that attention. Um, there was there was some other talking to the audience moments for sure. Um, one other cute thing that I do remember from that moment is that she was kind of starting to walk back away from us towards the interview spot, and she was like wanting to show her sardine tat to to us. I yes, because she started oh to kind of try to unbutton her sleeve, and I was like, I know, I know, that's why we got it for you. Yeah, but she like, couldn't do it. She's like, you won't believe this, but I have a sardine tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so now I'm just going to like say what kind of what the segments of the show were just because it's kind of cool to talk about what we saw. So she did an interview with Lisa Ling, as we as we mentioned, and it was an investigative report she did about psychedelic mushrooms being used for trauma and mental illness and all kinds of stuff. Really fascinating. Wow. And one of the things Drew said was that, yeah, she's done mushrooms, but when she's done mushrooms, she's running in a field and listening to Rage Against the Machine. <laughs> <laughs> That tracks. Yes. <laughs> and then um, even though the our view was kind of obstructed by these like massive TV cameras, we were able to see Drew kind of in like three quarter profile sometimes, depending on how she was mm. looking. Okay. I, don't, I don't know what your view was, Anita, at that point. Yeah, same. Okay. But what we loved and we kind of cracked up about after is that we could see Douglas on like the <laughs> fluffy rug at their feet, like cleaning himself almost the whole time. Oh my gosh. So cute. Yes. <laughs> yeah so another thing I'll say about the dogs is I didn't see Lucy for like almost the entire show until there's a cooking segment towards the end and I saw Lucy kind of roaming around I think you pointed out Lucy to me yeah it's like food time <laughs> Douglas was like following Drew everywhere it was very oh, cute sweet Anita yeah. can I ask you um did you feel like Drew's so tiny in person when you saw her were you like oh my god she's so tiny like that, that I always feel that way yes and no no, I don't know. I think maybe because this sounds strange, but I used to be much larger, like I've lost a lot of weight. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like my perspective then is maybe a little bit different than it might be now. But oh, interesting. I, I feel like she wasn't as like tiny as I think I pictured in my mind. Oh. She's definitely like a petite person, mm -hmm. but I don't know. She just wasn't as like petite and little as I think I expected her to be. Mm -hmm. Fascinating. Yeah. Okay, cool. Just curious. <laughs> Ashley and I have always said every time we see her, I'm like struck by how small she is. But right. it's not like it's not even one thing. It's not like she's so skinny or she's so short. It's like just all around. Right. So now Drew's news, which was so cute and fun as it always is. Drew and Ross, they had a story about texting and about like 
in relationships, especially earlier in the relationship, like if texting is a good idea. Oh. <laughs> and mm. Drew was like so firm in the I hate texting uh, <laughs> side. <laughs> and Ross talked about how much he loved it. And it was just kind of funny um, when you guys see the show, um, you'll see her just kind of like, I hate it. I hate it. <laughs> I can totally visualize that. I don't even need to see you right now. I know the face. Yes. <laughs> I'm with her, by the way. You're with her? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I'm such a texter. I do remember she said something like, I love it for logistics. But other than that, yes. let's just enjoy our time in person. Let's not try to like communicate stuff through this. Exactly. I agree. <laughs> yeah. I understand the idea, but I'm just so, I'm, I'm like such a like into all the technology. Let's yeah. use the things that make efficient. Right. I don't know. I think so. I'm very easily like misunderstood through text. Okay. Okay. And just in general, honestly, as a human, <laughs> but I feel like through text, especially, I always feel like there's like, wait, did you mean this? Or did yeah. you mean that? That happens yeah. a lot. So I think it's way easier in person. It lacks tone. Yeah. Totally. True. So I get it. Um, it was just really cute hearing her like, ha. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there was a segment where they talked about like this tip that they like read about about cutting a piece of cake using tongs like kitchen tongs <laughs> and they attempted to cut a piece of cake with the beautiful tongs which I feel like that type they're like a bulkier handle so I think that's why it didn't work but anyway it kind of failed <laughs> it kind of like smashed the cake it was pretty funny yeah they're like rubber handles and I feel like you need like the the yeah, fully the metal, metal tongs. Yep. like the flat <laughs> yeah. handle ones yep but Drew like tasted the cake, I guess, not realizing that it was pumpkin spice. And she apparently hates pumpkin spice. <laughs> yeah, I think she said that recently on the show. Um, and then Ross offered like a piece to the audience. And yes. I was very tempted to get it. But I felt like it was one of those weird moments where I couldn't tell if it was just for like to be so offering it. You know what I mean? Or if he really did some want someone to come up and take the piece of cake and try it. Well, after the fact, when I had that massive headache, I really was wishing we had had that piece oh. of cake. <laughs> Absolutely. So one other thing that I that I thought was really cute when we were watching the Drew's news segment, at one point, I don't remember what they were talking about, but Drew looked over and we were petting Douglas because Douglas yes. had come down and oh she my like God. And she gave us like a really scrunchy face smile. And it was so yeah. cute because it looked like she was like proud mama. Oh, yes. that's so special. Absolutely. Isn't that cute? Love yeah. that. Oh my gosh, you guys. Whenever Douglas <laughs> was wandering, I'd be like, come here. <laughs> <laughs> and because we that were right up front. That was one of the three like very personal moments. Yes. Aww. Like that's how I looked at it. It was like the first was when she came over before interviewing Lisa. And then yes. that was the second. Yes. It was so sweet. It was just like a little... I don't know how to describe it, but I loved that. Like it was like her baby. It was a very intimate moment that you would like almost do to like a friend. Exactly. Or like someone who's wow. come to your home and meeting your pets for the first time. Yes. Yeah, like you look and across the room of... at a party and you see them petting yes. your loved, your loved one. <laughs> I love that. It was so yeah. Cute. So one other segment they did was a side dish competition because <laughs> Thanksgiving is like a couple days after it airs. Um, the judges were Eric Andre and his writing partner, Dan Curry. So that was really fun that Drew did like a celery and leek soup with Pilar. Yeah. And I forget what the other thing was Ross was doing with someone else. And I'm sorry, I don't know who. It was some sort of stuffing, right? It was like a stuffing thing, but then it had like falafel in it. I can't remember. Yeah. It was so fun to see Pilar. Yeah. I was going to ask about that. 
And I looked over at Anita and I was like, isn't she so cute? And we were just admiring like her super cute blonde pixie cut and her. She just has like a personal lips. style that I'm like, no one could pull this off, but you always look cute. <laughs> yeah. She, she knows what works for her, I think. Yeah. Um, so that was fun, even though once again, because it was like over to the side, TV cameras were basically obstructing our view, but it was still super cool to get like, you know, peaks here and there. Um, a lot of stuff was going on because there were like five people behind the like kitchen area. And then Eric Andre and Dan Curry were off to the side. So there were like seven people kind of clustered in one corner. Wow, that's unusual. It was kind of crazy. And then Drew and Pilar won for their side dish and they got an award that was like had a big turkey on the top. And you remember how a couple of weeks ago you said that Drew said she loves the Drew Barrymore show trophies. <laughs> trophies, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's so awesome. This, so this was one of them. I think the very end of the show was this like turkey dance where they pulled a mother and daughter from the audience and had them wear these turkey hats and they put <laughs> um, boxes of feathers strapped to their back and they had to like kind of like twerk to get the feathers to come out. It was amazing. It was so funny, but the audience members were so cute. And the daughter started to tear up when she was talking to Drew. She's like, I'm such a big fan of you. And then Drew gave her a big hug, of course, and just made her feel lovely. You could tell it was like a really cool encounter. Anyway, that was super cute. And then after they were like kind of wrapping up the show, they filmed Drew and Eric Andre dance to Islands in the Stream. And it's already been posted on social media. So that's something that they recorded right in front of us. Like it was immediately in front of us. I know. I was like, were you guys right here for this? Yep, yeah. You were. yeah. And <laughs> I like how they cut it together. It's really cute. The one thing they didn't show is that they attempted to do the worm. And <laughs> Drew, when she stood up, had like fuzz all over the front of her clothing. And she was wearing like this dark blue suit. And immediately like all her people came out and were like, rolling her fixing her <laughs> <Light> hair rollers. <laughs> yeah. so after the show finished filming drew was standing on stage talking to the audience and she was talking about the holidays and maybe you'll have a little bit more of a recollection of exactly what she said anita but what i remember is that she talked about like whatever form of family you have she like said that she didn't have a traditional family growing up and even with this blended family now she feels like she finally has that feeling surrounding the holidays of like belonging and all this stuff and when they were talking Ross and Drew's hands were like held tight together it was really sweet yeah it was a very like sweet moment yeah do you remember anything else about what she said in that moment I mean that was the gist of it and just a lot of talking about how you can you know create a family and that's that's what she's always sought to do Mm -hmm. is create her own type of family with friends and then that's when she mentioned like kind of like the blended family with mm-hmm. Allie and Will and the girls. And yep. it was just a very like vulnerable, intimate moment with her mm-hmm. sharing like details like that about her life, which I mm-hmm. thought was really sweet. Yeah. Aww. And it, it was just to the audience. It wasn't filmed. It was like That's her really kind cool. of like talking to us. Yeah. It was very sweet. And we, you know, we see lots of clips of stuff like this on social media. So we saw that like. I mean, maybe it will be posted. That'd be pretty cool. Maybe. Could be. So then after that happened. Drew approached us again, just as the studio was about to start emptying out. So they were about to like kind of start ushering all of the audience members out. I don't know if I'm remembering it exactly right. So please correct me if I'm wrong. But she was basically like almost right away. Like, do you know our social media coordinator? Do you remember Anita? Like, so I kind of feel like when she approached us after filming, 
I think initially it was to thank you once again for the gift uh-huh. and to just kind of like, just speak with us. But then she did, she said something like, have you connected with um, my social media manager? Yeah. And then you were like, like, no. And then we've tried and there was a little <laughs> bit of bad discussion. And then she was like, here, come with me, follow me. Oh my yes. God, you guys. <laughs> she motioned us with her arm, yeah. like with her hand. And then we just started following her backstage. And of course, <laughs> There was this this huge part of me that was like, we're gonna see her office. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna see like, right. Obviously we didn't. It would have been amazing. But are you just like, what is happening? What is happening? Oh Absolutely. my god. <laughs> yes. I feel like she just kind of said, like, we need to put you in touch, which was so trippy. So she walks us over there. We kind of enter like the door that's right at stage right. We're right by where Fabrizio Moretti's drawing is. And how did we find out that was a drawing that he did, Ashley? She did some sort of cool feature on the design of the set and mentioned that they didn't show that that was it, but I think we both were like, oh, that's definitely that gotta has be the to one. Be it. It's like something he did in college, which yeah. is so cool. She instructed basically the social media coordinator to exchange numbers with me. <laughs> God, amazing. <laughs> so we did it right there. We did that. And I started to explain to her just so like she knew, like, I didn't know if they'd already talked about it before. Like, I have no idea. But I started explaining to this social media gal. I said like, okay, we have a massive archive. I have no doubt that we would have useful material to you to use. Um, Drew said something about like, she really wants to do flashbacks. She was talking about flashbacks and she mentioned something about like the strike that there's like certain stuff they know they can't use yes. or something. So they're trying to like yeah. figure out what content they can use. And I was like, we've got, con- I think I said something like we've got content at the wazoo. <laughs> I mean, true. That is another one of our slogans, content <laughs> at the wazoo. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then I, again, I don't know how this came up necessarily, but she said like, they have so much. And then she said something like, Kind of to me, but it seemed like an example to her social media gal. Drew said, they gave me one of the only pictures I have of my parents that's hanging in my house. Oh my God. And then I was like, yeah, and that picture might be from when your mother was pregnant with you. And she made this like face, like she kind of didn't remember that fact maybe, or I don't know. It was just like, oh. It looked like she was about to tear up. Yeah. Well, yeah. just like when we gave it to her, we love making her cry. And I think she was pregnant when we gave it to her, wasn't she? <laughs> yes, that was the okay. whole idea. So that's crazy because that was like nine years ago or something. I and know. how touching that she remembered that's from us. I know. And I almost, there's always a part of me that's like, and this is just me, whatever, questioning my own self-worth or whatever, but just being like, she doesn't <laughs> really remember who I am, you know, like yeah, sure. that, that they've just, her people have prepped her. Mm-hmm. And, but that moment I was like, oh, she connects this moment with like the Drusium, you know, which I was like, yes, like this is exactly what we want. We want to be like a right. source for her. Um, I also just want to point out like how many times we have like looked in the background of her pictures or videos, like are any of the photos we gave her back there? So to hear that she definitely still has one of them up in her house yep. feels so good. <laughs> I, that's definitely the most special mm-hmm. one too. Yeah. Love that moment. That one like really got me teary when you told me that. Yeah, that that was pretty cool. And maybe you remember a little bit more than I do, Anita, about how the podcast came up. I think I said it out loud. I think you were the first to actually, yes, you you did. Yeah. Okay. So I said something like, oh, and we have a podcast now. And Drew said, I just learned about it. Holy shit. (laughs) And I think she means from the card because I mentioned it in the card. Like, can we just take a moment? Like, she knows about the pod now. That's the thing. That's a real thing. I know. 
Can I also mention that I said, I'm not Ashley. Because <laughs> <laughs> every time I said Ashley, they were looking at you. Yeah. Yes, they kept looking over at me and I didn't really know what to say. So eventually I was just like, I'm not Ashley. <laughs> That's okay. That happened when Jelena and I went and Jelena had to be like, I'm not Anne. She couldn't come. <laughs> <laughs> It's unfortunate that we haven't done it together. I know. We will. We will. In that moment, I was like, Anita is an old fan and she's been a fan even longer than I have. Like, she's here (laughs) with me. And I was like, we met because of you. Like, oh, really? Yeah. 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 Oh, you guys. That's so cool. But anyway, Drew said something to the effect of like, yeah, I know about it now and we want to promote it. And I was like, oh my God. I just kind of like for a second was like, no. Because <laughs> I was like, that means too many listeners and I have to do a really good job editing now. Dude, bring it on. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> I mean, we'll see. Like, we, I think we both have this in common. And we're always like, okay, like, we'll see. We'll just keep doing what we're doing. We're not yeah. sitting here like, well, this is definitely going to happen. But yes. if it does, yay. Yes. <laughs> okay. So just a couple more little tidbits. I was wearing a, a bracelet that was part of the Dear Drew line that she did with Amazon years ago, and Drew noticed it. Yes! I was wondering about that. I, I mean, we know that she's involved in the things that she puts her name on, but I still have a like a thought that maybe they're like, okay, stuff like this. You know, sure. like the, that there mm-hmm. might be something where it's like, okay, we know your aesthetic now. We'll just put your name on it. But I just felt like that gave it this like, oh, she really did. Like she knows her lines, even though it's years defunct. Yeah. I feel like she's like sort of a control freak with her lines. So that makes sense. Not in a good way, in a good way, in a yes. good way. But I was like, yes, it is. And she's like, oh, that's so cool. But well, she remember when I went, she noticed I know, that the necklace. Drew necklace on. Yeah. I know. So cool. And then the last thing I was going to say is that she mentioned that she wants to frame the tea towel we gave her. Oh and I my think she God. said like she wants to like hang it in her kitchen or she said something like that. Yeah. That's what I was envisioning. Like, imagine we're going to see it in the background. I would die. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and I'd be so happy for the maker because it was really cool that she worked with us to get totally. it there in time. Yes. The ending of it was sort of like a blur. I'm sure there were people trying to like usher her away. Like, let's go. Yeah. We got stuff to do. Yeah. Another show to tape. <laughs> and then, yeah. And then we made our way out and we're just buzzing and we called you right after. So you got our like pretty fresh. I, know. I was like screaming and crying in my office <laughs> afterward. My coworkers like, are you okay? I was like, oh my God, I'll try to explain what happened. You're not really going to get it, but. <laughs> They're like, what? Wait, yeah. Why? Okay. Can I mention like a few details that I just remember from the experience? Yes, please, please do. Anything I left out and anything that specifically impacted you, I want to hear all of it. Okay. So these are just little things that I think I like, I noticed about her um, or things that happened. So one was like when she crossed her eyes. Yeah. Like during, I think it was during Drew's news and that like very typical Drew way. And I was yes. just like, oh, there it is. Yeah. There was another moment where she was talking about friendship or something and you and I, and we clutched hands. Yeah. And she did look at us in that moment. Yeah. I remember she kind of like looked over while we were doing that. And that was a sweet moment. Yeah. When we went kind of like backstage, she was drinking her iced tea with like a silicone (laughs) straw and she kept biting on the straw. Oh my God. And I, I thought it was really cute. I just kept noticing because I wasn't talking. Yeah, like for the most part, you and she were talking and like kind of talking about the museum and the podcast. And so I felt like an observer and I was taking in a lot of these little like moments and things that were happening. And I just remember her chewing on the straw. (laughs) Dude, Anita, you know, we love these tidbits. Yes. Yes. Awesome. (laughs) Yes. 
her shoes were really cool. Yeah, they were. They were like platform heels kind of. And they were like a navy blue or black, like red polka dots. At first, I thought they were hearts. You know, it's so funny is that um, I've noticed them on the floor of the wardrobe room a lot. Her stylist, Lee, will like post a picture in, in the mirror every day. And one time I was like, I love those shoes on the ground. So <laughs> I already had my eyes on them. Yeah, they were really beautiful. And I also noticed that a lot of the times when she would approach us or talk to us or like make eye contact, I would kind of like briefly look around after and I could definitely see that a lot of people in the audience were like, why them? Yeah, <laughs> we, we, we have felt that vibe many a time where we're like, yes. sorry, sorry, not sorry, I guess. <laughs> I'm also thinking a little bit like, why me? How did I get this experience? But in yeah, a good way. exactly. Well, we've worked really hard for these moments. So I'll just say that. Yes. Yeah, for <laughs> that sure. <is> luck. <laughs> and I also just, I have to express, like, I still feel very lucky, even though there has been this, like, path sort of laid in advance. Like, I think something I wrote in my journal when I was writing about it is, like, I'm so, I feel so grateful to have, like, built these connections over the years. It's not totally. just, like, I just came in there, had a, the right vibe, and she walked up to us. It's, like, it's not, and it's not about like the length of the fandom. Cause it's like, you know, somebody in that audience could have been again, like a fan from ET era. And we're just like absolutely lucky as hell to have like built this. And, you know, like in there, and I think the other thing that I love that you said, Anita, when you kind of came out of the experience, you're like, Drew's just human. Exactly. I feel like obviously it was an amazing experience. I'm so grateful to have had it. But I think sometimes when we meet our idols, mm -hmm. this a really amazing thing is to realize like they're just a person. Mm -hmm. totally. And for some people, I think that that's a letdown. But for me, it made it even more special. Yeah, I think that's one of the things that we're drawn to about her is that yeah. she has flaws. Exactly. And she's very vulnerable and open about those things. So she's more relatable that way. Exactly. Yes. Oh, and another cool moment that we didn't mention. Yes. Is the first time that she came over to hug us. She had the like sparkle or whatever on her nose. Oh, and we were both like, oh, you, well, you actually first said you've got something on your nose. And she was like, where? And kind of did that look where you're like kind of trying to look down at your nose to like see what's on it. Oh my God. We both like pointed to where it was. Yeah. And then she like brushed it off and she was like, thank you. Amazing. Yeah, oh my God. That gosh. was a great moment. It probably came off of like one of our clothes or something. I think like, so. Right on the tip of her cute little nose. How sweet. Did you get to sort of see her in producer mode? Because that was one of the things I thought was so cool when I went to a taping was like, I'd never really seen her on a set and how she like works. And mm -hmm. it was really cool to see her like sort of be like down to business and being the boss and stuff. Did you hmm. get to see that at I all? Feel like, I feel like it's a very well-oiled machine yes. and she's got like a lot of staff doing like very specific jobs. Like I feel like it was a very professional set while also feeling very warm. Like there was a lot of lovely camaraderie amongst the, the like crew. Didn't you kind of feel that, Anita? Like Absolutely. I feel like probably at the beginning when the show first started, I think that that producer hat was probably on more until they kind of like, you know what I mean? They kind of worked out the kinks. Yeah. And now they know how things flow and how Drew wants things. Cool. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. And like you mentioned that sort of the control freak thing around her brands. Like it might be like she found the people she trusts to get the job done. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, I didn't really see that. But there is that thing of like, okay, just tell me where I need to be and I'm going to be there. Like she's there with bells on. We saw that <laughs> like excitement. Yes. 
So, and like a couple other things that I'm just yeah. remembering right now yes. is that her photographer who was on set was taking yes. photos while Anne and I were talking with her backstage. Yes. That's right. We're hoping to get some copies of those, but hopefully yes. by the time this airs. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that would be amazing. And then she also, during the Lisa Ling segment was, I mean, you'll hear this obviously and see this when you watch the show, the episode, but she was talking about how she went on a date with like a veteran and oh, he was yeah. talking about his experience with shrooms and how great they were for his like post-traumatic stress disorder. That's interesting. Um, and how they stay in touch and they do speak and like text back and forth from time to time, but they like did obviously it didn't turn into a relationship. Wow. Yeah, that was interesting. I, I forgot about that. But yeah, she, yeah. she did say she's very interested in his experience. So that was that was really cool. Yes. Okay, I'm sure that there's going to be like little memories that'll pop up, but that was our experience at the Drew Barrymore show. <sighs> Incredible. Yeah. I can't even really be jealous because I was just so excited and happy for you guys. <laughs> like, uh... And as it was happening, I guess I should mention this. Yeah. Like I knew, I knew you met the dogs and all that, but then once you guys went in, you know, you can't use your phones at yes. all, obviously. I'm just for the listeners. Yeah, we had to turn them off. So I was just like radio silence, like, oh my God, what's happening? What's happening? <laughs> and then I get a message from Tony Crago, a photo of you guys talking to Drew. <laughs> <laughs> that was so cool. Yeah, I wish I looked less like well weird. <laughs> you were excited like, that it comes through, but I like as soon as I saw it, I was just like, oh my God, and just so yeah. happy for you guys. Like yeah. it's happening. Yeah, I just love that there's photographic evidence that I met her. I know. Yeah. Like if we get nothing else, how cool that we got exactly, that. You know? Absolutely. The the one thing I'll say about the photo, and we can probably share it on the episode page, because why not? Sure. There's a <laughs> Something crazy happening with my hand and Drew's hand. Uh, You just got to see it. They're intermeshing. Yeah, we're like about to hold hands, but I like have my hand open and hers is like trying to grab my palm. It's very funny. Yeah. So yeah, there was our magic most recent for me encounter with Miss Drew. My first. Congratulations, (laughs) you guys. My first and most likely only encounter. Well, it was a pretty good one. (laughs) I'd say so. It was amazing. You're only going to do one. That was the right way. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Okay. So um, anything else for the end of the show, Ash? (laughs) (laughs) Someone's ready for me to be done. (laughs) Um, Okay. I want to make sure we have a big thank you to Anita for joining us. Thank you so much. Yes, thank you, Anita. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Yes, and thank you for coming to New York with me. Yeah, and then agreeing to spend another hour of your time while Elle is fussing. No, (laughs) (laughs) I so appreciate it. And yeah, um, this is really exciting. I feel like it's a nice like potential step forward for the pod for this relationship to continue. Stay tuned on that one. We will be (laughs) (laughs) absolutely. Um, yeah, so thank you guys. If you do want to do your own part to help grow the pod, you can subscribe, you can review us on Apple Podcasts, we'll read it on the air, you can leave uh, ratings on Apple and Spotify, and you can follow us on Instagram at How Do You Drew Pod and at Drewzeum, and we'll share some stuff for this episode. So you're going to want to be looking. Yes. And also, don't forget to subscribe to our Patreon. Find us there at How Do You Drew. Visit our website at HowDoYouDrew.com. Check out the episode page for this week uh, for a couple tidbits and uh, little insights into our experience at the Drew Barrymore Show. And send listener mail to HowDoYouDrewPod at gmail.com. 
tell us, you know, what you love about the show. Send us an email after you watch and let us know if you spot us. (laughs) Yeah. I love that. It's going to air so soon. That's exciting. Once again, the episode will air on the 22nd of November. And I'm guessing it's up on the, up on YouTube, like the next day. Sometimes same day. Oh, cool. And then I'm going to do a little question to take us out. Oh, what's your favorite um, Thanksgiving side dish? (laughs) It's got to be food. (laughs) Um, I'm a, I'm a stuffing girl. Oh, okay. What about you, Anita? Um, it's most likely, I would have to say stuffing's a close second, but mashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. That would be my number two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I love mean, the carb. Yeah. yeah. I mean, carbs and starch. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I would like mash all those things together, but I'm just going to say my favorite is canned cranberry sauce. No, and, not the but, oh. but part of the reason why is because I feel like I have, it cracks me up so much to pull it out of the can and slice it and then smash it with all the rest no. of my food. Yes. I made fresh cranberry sauce yesterday. And yeah. I'm, I promise if you had that, you would have been like, no more can. No, I've, <laughs> I've had lots of different stuff. I'm with you, Anne. I like the cans. But it's it's just one of those. It's so nostalgic. And I, yeah. when I have cranberry sauce that is like, textured. I'm like, this tastes good, but I almost want the weird can <laughs> stuff back. All right. Thank you again. Thank you everybody for tuning in and hearing all our excitement about this past week's fun, fun stuff. And we'll see you next Tuesday. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs>